everyone. So uh, we are here with Rose Rotunda, Devin Hannon, and Diana Buker, and they are the owners of the New Happiness, which is a new show house in Athens. And today we're going to be talking about how we can make DIY and activist spaces more diverse, specifically with uh, non-male acts and hiring non-male acts, booking non-male acts, having more non-males in the space and making non-males feel more comfortable. And since everyone in this conversation is a non-male, we're pretty qualified to talk about it. So uh, how are y'all doing today? Dandy. Doing pretty fine. Also wanted to say Maddie Eaton also lives with us, but she just mm -hmm. wasn't able to make it out today. Of course, of course. Yeah. I'm feeling peachy. <laughs> <laughs> so how has the new happiness been so far? I wasn't here for the summer, so how have the shows been? Well, we have, I mean, we've been running shows so far in the summer in Athens, which is more of like a college town. So, uh, you know, they have been smaller than they would be for shows during a fall or a spring semester, but they've always been pretty successful. We've been, we've been having a good time for sure. Mm -hmm. So like how, I mean, they've been pretty big shows. Have you run into any problems? I know that you went on that Facebook grant, Rose, a little bit earlier in the summer about uh, going back to Akron spaces and realizing mm -hmm. that there was a, how many acts, like 20 or something, and none of them, or only a few, featured non-cis white males. Yeah, there were a lot of acts, and it was, essentially it was like the last show of this show space in Akron that has existed for quite a few years now. And of all of the acts, I think it was 14, there was, um, from what I saw, one female playing bass in one of the bands and one black male in another band. And then the rest of them were all white dudes, which was just, just yeah. a terrible, well, I mean, I guess not, a, I was gonna say a terrible representation of Akron's DIY scene, but from my experience, a more realistic representation of that scene. <laughs> yeah, and I guess that's kind of the argument that like racist, sexist, misogynistic people use to. They say, well, where are we supposed to get these non-male diverse acts like when the majority of the scene is comprised of these people? I mean, where do you find them? I mean, I guess you're kind of dealing with that now. How are you gonna book diverse shows? I think it's like fairly simple. It's all a matter of just asking them if they want to play our space and uh, I think like the key ingredient to doing that is simply like searching for them. Like sure they might not always come to you, but you as an activist should make the effort mm -hmm. to include them in your shows. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, I mean Maddie, Diana, Devin and I have these conversations about who we want to occupy our spaces mm -hmm. and who we allow to occupy our spaces. Um, and it, you know that becomes our responsibility being like running a space. Mm -hmm. So when you have mainly white males out there running spaces, trying to act like it's this really difficult thing to find non-male acts when we just started a show space and we've already been extremely successful in finding non-male acts, it, it just kind of like, don't, I don't know, don't give yeah. me that bullshit. I forget who made this post, but someone on Facebook was just like, hey, comment all the non-male bands in Ohio that you know of. And the list was like, endless and I'm like this is not see people like this is not that hard to do and I found some like really cool bands from that list but now you also have to deal with making those people feel safe I, I read in the comments over the summer there were some people who were commenting that they weren't sure how safe the environment would be that's a genuine concern how are how do you think you should advertise that because you can't just ignore it I mean it's a genuine thing 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, making our space safe for everyone is our number one priority. Um, and just expressing that through social media is probably the best way of doing that, at least to make people feel comfortable coming to our show. And then at our show, always just making it apparent that we are there to help anyone who needs help. Um, and I also think that booking non-male acts is a good way of making people feel more comfortable. One thing I wanted to point out too is like, we had this conversation probably like two nights ago. So this is very recent. We have these conversations a lot because obviously it's really important to keep up with. Um, we were kind of thinking about maybe having some kind of like number or some kind of way to reach one of us. Like if we can't be reached in person, cause you know, like the show that we just had was pretty packed. And so it's really hard for if anything happens to get to someone. But um, I think that'd be a really essential way to, for people to be able to realize that they're comfortable with being in our space. And if anything were to arise and I've offered people, Hey, come hang out in my room at our space. If you need to, like, I'm honestly, I, even if I barely know you, like if that makes you comfortable, like that's fine. Like a little rescue, not like rescue, but a little escape area, I guess, you know, so people don't have to leave or if they're just like need a, a minute to like calm or down or whatever. Do you think that, I mean, there definitely need to be more non-males hosting, hosting shows and booking shows, of course, uh, because that's important to making non-males feel comfortable. I feel like I, if I were performing, I'd trust a non-male person far more than I would trust some random DIY guy. Uh, but how do you encourage that? How do you encourage people to come out of the woodwork? I mean, uh, I don't know. I mean, have you talked about that? I think it just like also just goes back to asking people like like you were saying with these like male run houses like they so often like are pulling these other shitty white bands along and they never extend that invitation to anybody else. Mm -hmm. So I think like you said it that's where it stems from and mm -hmm. I think just like giving our hand to somebody else saying hey we have a show space this is your platform to perform and say what you want to say like that kind of is like oh whoa holy like I can, I can actually do this here. Like, from experience for me, I, I don't want to say I was, like, raised, but I grew up in, like, a hardcore scene. And I remember, like, there was not a... It was, like, girls weren't allowed in the pit. It was just super misogynist bullshit. Lame. And, like, I remember I wanted to start a folk band out there, and they were like, absolutely not. <laughs> and I was like, excuse me? And they're like, no, you can't you can't do that. It wouldn't work here. Oh so it was just so closed off. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and an important part to creating a more inclusive space... Uh, for non-males is uh, hosting different genres of music mm. because uh, while you know we can all talk about turnstile and like I don't show me the body and other well-known hardcore acts as much as we want and as many times as we can book a bunch of hardcore dudes it's not going to make the space inclusive enough so even even diversity in genre of music can help create diversity uh, and inclusiveness in terms of who who it is that we allow into our space. Oh, hell yeah. I totally agree. And we won't touch upon this here today because I want to focus on non-males and misogyny in the space. But uh, that also encourages, I think, like a more like more racial diversity and stuff. Like, mm -hmm, I don't know. It totally does. Yeah, it definitely mm -hmm. does. I mean, <laughs> like listening to white boys sing punk music all the time does not. It's it's just it's. <laughs> there needs to be more diversity overall. Uh, have you guys gotten any shit while you've, like, had this house? You know, Can like, we... just for being non-males? <laughs> oh! <laughs> there it is. 
I mean, I had to say his name just once, you know, name Yeah, that's it. okay. Was that, yeah, it's, I mean, what, what was that like? <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I well, I'm not going to say I have thick skin. I'm pretty sensitive. But in terms of that, you I mean, cancer. just. <laughs> I know. I know, right? Um, yeah, when you have, like, shitty white dudes who have run spaces where other shitty white dudes play and they're um and you have other you know white dudes complaining about how you run your space it's like all right i great now now in a in an area where we are more comfortable because because we've been doing this like we're experienced in running shows at least for at least for a few months Mm -hmm. um now you're like telling us how to do it and how to run spaces it's like I'm not I don't know I don't care to listen to your opinion because I'm forced to listen to a dude's opinion in every other aspect of my life so Mm -hmm. I'd I'd rather I'd rather not we're always open to um you know good criticism if Mm -hmm. if we're running our space in a way that isn't inclusive or as inclusive as it could be we always want to hear that input but if if the input is simply uh, get over it, book more white dudes. Not enough white <laughs> nope. dudes are playing nope. in Athens or anywhere. You're just wrong. That's a dumb, yeah. that's a, that's, yeah. that's a dumb opinion. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't want to doubt that y'all could kick some butt if you needed to, but, like, is that kind of, like, scary that you know that there's a bunch of dudes roaming around who don't take you seriously or who, like don't give a shit about your space or how diverse it is, you know? I think for sure, like, as someone who wants to go into the music industry as a career anyway, this is a conversation I have a million times with, like, quick plug for my club. I'm the president of women in the music industry, so we have these conversations a lot, and it's just, like, any kind of space that women want to occupy music-related, guys are always so quick to doubt or quick to jump over you and go to someone else. And running a show space where it's, like, there really aren't rules to it because it is DIY. It's like you just kind of do it as you want and like form your rules around it. It's like scary that they could just, I don't know. It's like maybe traditions like with the male run spaces for the most part, it's like that's just kind of a traditional thing. And like being an all non-male space, I think is like really cool that we're able to do that and people are supporting of it. Um, and I mean, it is our house. So it's like, I'm I'm quick or I mean, we're all quick and ready to like fight someone. Not I mean, whether physically or verbally or just literally just be like, listen, this is our space. Like, if anyone tries to demean me in my space, they're asking for, for a world of fury. Like, that is not mm-hmm. going to fly. Like, mm-hmm. but you guys want to expand on it? <laughs> I think it's more invalidating mm-hmm. than anything mm-hmm. else. Um, while I also want to go into the music industry, but, like, in the journalism sphere, um, I understand that, like, it's also very male-dominated. I'm terrified of that. I'm like, shoot, I'm going to live mm-hmm. in a cardboard box, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> and like I know I'm being totally like genuinely honest with yeah. you like mm-hmm. I don't know where I'm going to end up after school. Um but just like and maybe that's not necessarily like related to how I identify and maybe that's just the job field however yeah like running a space as a woman is like fairly invalidating but at the same time it's very empowering. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I'm running the space with like three other like awesome femmes and like I mean Maybe it's because we're running the space how we want to, but in recent like history here, I think we're doing a very, very good job in comparison to a lot of other spaces that I've occupied. Mm-hmm. So uh, another thing that um, I always do, especially I, I did this at our last show because it was 
um, it was an awesome crowd, but it was an overwhelmingly large crowd. And so, you know, a lot of people were coming in and out who we didn't know. So even, you know, fortunately with our community, we have a lot of non-males, um, POCs who like run so many great spaces here and run, um, I don't know, different, different groups on campus and off campus. We do also have a lot of um, males in our community or male presenting people who are willing to use their privilege and you know that sort of I don't want to use the word power but I guess I'll just yeah, say no power of I course. mean yeah they, they can they yeah they mm-hmm. can use that power that they have to kind of help us control those spaces because I'm a I'm not even five feet tall so <laughs> I, I'm I can talk all I want about like beating someone up but, I'm, but I'm, when it comes to the that chance I'm probably not actually going to be able to. So going to people who are just bigger than me sometimes is, is comforting. Yeah, uh, I guess that's another thing though. With male-dominated spaces, do you ever feel like you get mansplained to by people who use their allyship as like a tokenization of themselves? Is, is that, in your own space especially, like when you are so aware of all of these things and you're trying to keep people safe and it's your responsibility to keep people safe and there's people trying to explain to you what you already know is that Devin you look yep. like you have something to say. All, the, all the dang time <laughs> I don't know it's just like I don't know I've only been here for one show but like in that time we've had like some mansplaining very recently about the complete like aura 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 of our, is that how you say it aura aura okay I was right cool like the whole entire aura of our space and um that wasn't Hello. <laughs> okay, sorry. But, um, yeah, we kind of, like, it's hard for me to, like, talk about this without, like, mm-hmm. opening up, like, even more, like, dialogue maybe that we shouldn't be having. But um, whereas, like, this person was actually fairly problematic in the space. Yeah. So, and then there's always, always men in spaces that are like, hey, you're really hot. Give me your number. Or, like, oh, hey, like, I've had so many men that like I've seen in the past and like I go on a Tinder date with them and they're like hey so you review albums or whatever like they ditch me meanwhile they don't think I'm cool (laughs) or whatever but like a few weeks later they're like oh my band put out this album can you like review it for me like no you dweeb ass like it's not gonna happen (laughs) and also like I get a bunch of like hey can you book my band my my SoundCloud noise band (laughs) (laughs) it's really tight you heard it in my basement I'm not gonna do it, buddy. Listen, it's it's done. Like you you, you screwed me over. Like, oh my god! Not happening. But those are the, the those are the people who who are performing too. The people who are like who have oh they don't perform yet. in our spaces. Oh like, well, yeah, that's for but, sure. But um, but somewhere they somewhere do perform they do. somewhere. I, I feel like somewhere that yeah. that gimmick works. Uh, we don't know that where, happened. But. Same thing happened to me. So I went to a house show in Cincinnati once, and I won't. I won't say the artist's name, but I went up to him afterward and I was like, hey, I really like your stuff. I've been a fan for a while. Like, I run a space in Athens, Ohio, so if you're coming through, like, holla. And then we exchanged numbers and I, like, texted him later and I was like, hey, just, like, say my name again, set my space again. And then immediately followed that up with, uh, you're really cute. And then he followed that up with, sorry, I shouldn't have said that. And I was with, like, my guy friends at the time 
And I was telling them, I was like, guys, like, this just happened. Like, what the hell is this? And they were all, like, kind of laughing. And I was really pissed off. And I was like, this is not funny. I'm literally trying to do my job. It's my job as, like, a promotions person, as a booking person for this space and other spaces, like, to be taken seriously. And that was, like, super frustrating. And it really irked me for a while. And I was just like, dude, no, stop, no. And it was just a really uncomfortable situation. And he kept pushing it and was like, I want to hang out with you and see you, whatever. And he's like... It was just this whole thing, and that was really frustrating. Like, please don't do that. That's so <laughs> gross and intimidating and, val- and invalidating, yeah. and I can't believe how. I guess that would. I guess now it's even more insulting when you're in a position of power. At, like you have authority in your own home, hmm. and there you know that there's still going to be people who are doing that. If there is somebody doing that, like let's just we're talking a lot about how we're going to keep this the space safe or how y'all are going to keep the space safe but I guess it is a community effort but anywho theoretically if somebody like this were in the space how would you how would you deal with that how would you want people if it were you how would you deal with it and if somebody else told you about a person just some creepy dude some creepy ass soft boy was bothering somebody how would you want somebody to handle that in your space something that we really want to come across in our space is for people to feel comfortable to address issues themselves or if they see a situation happening to address that situation and feel comfortable kicking anyone out of our house who is being problematic because ultimately, I mean, it shouldn't rely on us as space owners um, just because we we just we want people to feel empowered to, to address these issues but with that being said um i think just making it apparent to everyone you know who runs the space or like diana was saying before having some way for people to contact us if they can't find us and saying this person is being problematic you know i always will and i feel like i can speak for diana maddie devon um that we're always willing to confront that issue however the person who's like coming to us with the situation wants us to handle it. So, you know, we could make it as loud and dramatic as as need be, or we can quietly remove a person from our space. Um, yeah. There's multiple different ways that we can handle that situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, ultimately it's all up to the victim, really. Um, we do encourage better bystander, things that our house service was saying. Um, however, sometimes that's like very, very difficult and a lot of the times we do have to we don't have to tiptoe around these situations by any means but when the victim is involved we don't want to put them through any more trauma and unfortunately in maybe not necessarily i mean i guess our community too but like the community at large as well there is backlash for peep for victims who come out with like that being like assault stories or like creepy dude stories like let's say this creepy soft boy was like in the hierarchy of like the DIY community, like very high up in the like DIY community. It's very intimidating for that victim to come forward. And unfortunately, they are gonna have to deal with some of that backlash while we don't support that backlash and we will do whatever the victim wants us to do. Um, we also think that's something that they should yeah, consider. Yeah, yeah. Which then I think can also kind of make us ask how we can better improve not just our space but better improve the community because Mm -hmm. really I mean 
as many times as our community can preach about being inclusive and not tolerating sexism, sexual harassment, assault of any kind, um, you know, while people can preach that as many times as they want, um, it really shows how comfortable people are willing to confront those situations, screw hierarchy anyway, but um, realistically there are people in our community who are sort of bigger voices in the community. If we're concerned about that backlash, then what does that like say about our community? Oh, I totally get what you mean. Like, Mm -hmm. not to just paraphrase what you said, but to paraphrase what you said, you just mean like, why do we have people like that in our community, period? Why do we idolize just people? I mean, all of us are creators. All of us are completely valid in the things that we perform, create, host, whatever. And the fact that there is a hierarchy and we all know it is concerning and it perpetuates what we're talking about. Like that's a big part of it because it it perpetuates rape culture. Just having uh, something where somebody feels like it's a don't ask, don't tell situation just because the person who assaulted them is well liked by the community. And that's such a gross feeling to have Mm because you don't want to ruin anybody's favorite person, you know, But, (laughs) but but also not dealing with that kind of shit at all. Um, like dealing or I don't know dealing with like rape apologists just at, just like we would deal with like rapists like j- trying our best to not allow that from the yeah get-go what what is the overall vibe that you want to have at your house if you're going to sum it up in terms of what we talked about safety happiness <laughs> I don't know a uh, new a new kind of happiness <laughs> I would say hopefully inviting for new people I remember I was very scared to get into the DIY scene because I unlike these two lovely people I didn't know that the DIY scenes existed until I came here freshman year and even then I wasn't really part of it until sophomore year and I remember how intimidating it was with everything we talked about earlier like the male-dominated spaces or the hierarchy or people not taking you seriously and all that um hopefully like people are so I think comfort is like number one also the safety Mm -hmm. of people involved um real good tunes you know (laughs) like we've had a because we've had like synth pop bands come through, like indie pop bands, um, more. We haven't really had any hardcore stuff yet. We have like a rap thing coming up, so that'll be time. Sick. So yeah, next show on September 9th, Stems, Queer oh, Kevin. Yeah. That's the day It'll before be my birthday. You're going to watch me turn Ow. 19, baby. Oh, yeah. I, say, I am so stoked for that show. I've been stoked <laughs> to the show like all summer. It's going like, a good one. This one. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, if I could sum every, like, everything up, it would be the fact that we try to radiate inclusivity mm-hmm. um, and that sort of thing. Uh, as, like, someone who also is trying to perform music as well, I would also love to encourage uh, incoming students and, like, incoming members of the community to, like, start making bands. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- I think something we have to keep in mind is our house isn't going to be around forever. Who's going to take over the scene when we're gone? And who's going to keep making it better? Mm-hmm. So in that respect we are kind of like the breeding grounds for future DIY culture which is super cool to think about Um, but we can never just rest and say like all right this is good we're content now we can never just be content with where we Mm -hmm. are. With the platform sort of that we have now running a space is being able to create conversation about Mm -hmm. you know other things Uh, making everyone feel comfortable listening like coming and hearing the music but also maybe staying after or sticking around for a little bit and having conversations about other issues in our community and surrounding and uh, yeah I don't know just using that platform that we have
Okay, so I think that about wraps things up. Thanks for listening, everyone who hopefully listens to this podcast in a week. (laughs) (laughs) But this has been great. I'm really glad that we had this conversation. Uh, If you want to comment or talk about this, have conversations about this conversation, everyone who is listening. This is not just something that is static and just here. It's something that is always changing, and we want your input. We want to know how we can make our spaces better how everyone in this community can make the community better. That's what we're going for here with these podcasts. So uh, share, like, subscribe, all that jazz. Comment and down below. <laughs> <laughs> Love reacts only. <laughs> Gay reacts only. Okay. Thankful reacts only. I think, and with that, we are Ollie Audi.